0: Welcome to Songwriter Trysts, an intimate podcast that is connecting songwriters and artists from all over the world. I'm Ray Lee, a singer, songwriter and host. I'm really looking forward to sharing this Christmas special, very short, intimate podcast with a good friend of mine and co-writer, Cameron McLeod. We both want to wish you a very Merry Christmas and I want to thank everyone who's been supporting the podcast. Thank you so much for your support. We're really excited about 2022 and we look forward to sharing as much as we can with you as we grow. Welcome to A Songwriter Triss with Cameron McLeod. How
1: are you doing? Ray, I'm good, thanks.
0: Cameron McLeod, one of my favourite songwriters to write with. You know that, but not everyone else does. But we've written a few songs together, and you're a local Gold Coastian. And we uh, got to collaborate on a song that you wrote, which I thought was absolutely stunning. And um, this is a Christmas special, Songwriter Triss.
1: Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's Christmas Eve today. And... I wanted to share your beautiful song, Dreaming of a Christmas. Why don't you tell us a little bit about why you wrote this song and what it's about?
1: Okay, sure thing. And um, thanks, by the way. That's really really kind of you to say um, that, that you enjoyed the songwriting with me and um, it's been, been an awesome process too, working with you. Um, so this song, Dreaming of a Christmas, this, this came, up, came about uh, approximately a year ago. It actually was inspired by my father. He he came up with an idea for a song, um, completely different song by the way. It wasn't about Christmas initially. Mm. He he used to do a lot of driving, and yep. as he was driving, he used to see like the little um, flowers and memorials by the the roadside for people yeah. that have passed away.
0: Everyone would know about those.
1: Um, and he came up with this concept for a song called uh, "Flowers on the Highway." Yep. And so I wrote that song with with my dad and. Over time, this song's just sort of changed.
0: Yeah.
1: And while while I was attending the Logan Boost program with yourself.
0: Yeah, yeah, we're doing that music business course,
1: yeah. Yeah, so music business course. And um, one, of, one of the nights, a guest speaker said um, that we should, if you want to get synced or people to use your music, you should use holidays, Christmas, summer, winter, <laughs> all, all of these sort of things. So that mm-hmm. night, I went, boom had a light bulb moment. And yeah. um, this song that I'd done with my dad, I thought I'll change the lyrics to, to a Christmassy sort of song. I, I started to think about um, what was important at the time about Christmas and mm. it just came flooding in like all these ideas about Christmas. Yeah. So it, it, it's now turned into a Christmas song and it's it's very relevant to the times that a lot of people can't be together at Christmas yeah. at the moment. we can't see friends and family, uh, can't travel, can't go places, and everyone's missing missing people.
0: Yeah, so, it's actually quite a, a lonely, sad Christmas song.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's um, yeah, it's but a little beautiful. bit um, melancholy. Yeah, but at the same time, I think it's really heartwarming because mm. it's not all doom and gloom. It's not sad. It's thinking about people and happy memories yeah. that you've got about people, yeah. not just all, all about the sad things.
0: I actually – I don't know about you, but I actually struggle at Christmas time because it is a time that you have time off, you're not working as hard and so the brain runs away on you and it, for me it brings up all the family drama and, you know, people that maybe I don't see anymore and it's it can be really challenging. For I don't think that's true for a lot of people. I don't think I'm the only one that feels that way as much as – and then you feel guilty as well. I feel guilty because Christmas, everyone at the shops and TV and everything is like Christmas is a joyous time of year and it's beautiful and it's amazing – But when there are relationships, or for example, through COVID, where you can't spend time with those people, um, whether the relationships are broken or not, or whether someone's died or passed away, all of a sudden, family and being together and Christmas time shoves it right in your face and you can't ignore it. You kind of just got to deal with it however you deal with it, um, whether that's alcohol or therapy. Either way Both Alcohol therapy So I feel like this song was therapeutic for me Because it helped me remember that there are good things about Christmas Even when I can feel sad as well
1: Yeah, yeah, that's right It's um, Christmas can be that really love-hate sort of situation Mm -hmm. You know, what's Christmas without having a massive family blowout Mm -hmm. Or someone someone throwing a plate of food across the room Or turning a table of of some kind Mm. Um, Metaphorically Yeah Having those sort of fights But also... When, when you can't be together at Christmas with people, now more than ever, where you really can't fly to, to see someone overseas or go for those holidays. Like, that's something we've done in the past quite a lot is go for a Christmas holiday. And we can't
2: sort of do that. Will you remember me As you decorate the tree Tying ribbons in their place With the ornaments we made There's laughter at the window Carols down the street I wonder what you think of Do you remember me? Christmas on my lonesome This year smile On us coming home.
0: What is your favourite sort of memory or Christmas? Like when you dream of Christmas,
1: what do you dream of?
0: When do you, What year do you go back to?
1: Mm, that's a good one. I think um, the, there's a lot of recent, really good Christmas memories. Mm. Um, we've we've spent uh, quite a few Christmases where I'd get photos with the kids and I'd read them a Christmas story. Yeah, on Christmas Eve. And it'll be the same book every year. So as they've grown up over time, they've gone from little babies to bigger kids now. And, yeah. you know, they'd still sit on my lap and and we'd read that story and we'd get a photo of Daddy reading that Christmas story with the kids. Yeah, So I think that, that probably sticks out.
0: I always, you know, my favourite thing probably about Christmas was carols. Mm. And like for me as a kid, it was singing out the front of Woolies at my hometown. You know, we'd be raising money for the church or some charity thing or just for people who had it tough at Christmas and... I used to love singing Silent Night. That was my favorite song. What's your favorite Christmas song that's not the one you've just released? Oh,
1: I can't be too biased, can I? <laughs> no. um, do you want to go traditional or contemporary?
0: Up to you. What, what's, right. what's your favorite?
1: Um, okay, so favorite is Last Christmas by Wham. Yeah, classic. Yep, absolute favorite. What a yeah. cracker.
0: I love that song, actually. It's probably one of the only ones I can play on guitar. And, and
1: it's a sad <laughs> one too, isn't it?
0: It's also a sad one. Where's
3: your songwriting come from?
1: Um, yeah. So I think, I'm, yeah, drawn to a lot of writing sadder songs, mm-hmm. which is kind of funny because I'm a pretty happy person You're in general, happiest
0: happiest person. <laughs> yeah, but that
1: come on, that's that, that's not always like a, that, that. Could be a show, and
0: you have a bounce in your step.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you've got to you've got to have mm. that positivity and try to try to keep upbeat and that sort of thing. Mm. But I think it's interesting to explore those. Sadder sort of songs Mm. and you know, red wine and beers, and a couple of songs, and (laughs) start songwriting. (laughs) All the emotions flood out. Oh my god, he's red red wine drunk. (laughs) That's the worst kind there is. (laughs) Uh, That's not what
0: they'd say in Europe.
1: It's the best kind. Oh, it is. Yeah, well, it brings out nice emotions, doesn't it? And Mm. I haven't done that for a long time, but. We'll have
0: to get a book. I don't think we've ever had Red Wine and written a song before. Oh, yeah. But yeah, some of my favourite
1: songs I've ever written are the ones that I've written
0: with you but they're not recorded or released
1: yet. So but, um, yeah, songwriting for me is I think you've got to have a mood to yeah. start you off. Like if you've got a concept, that's great, uh, like a title and, and a story that you want to tell. Uh, but then you've got to set a mood really. So um, if if you're playing a couple of chords and just to just to get that emotion and that feeling and say, yeah, yeah, th- these are the right sort of chords. Mm. And you've got the concept in mind and then the chords, and then that's when you can start to tell that story. Do you always start with the chords,
0: like the melody?
1: Generally, like, yeah, it's concept, then chords
0: mm-hmm.
1: and melody, and then um, can start writing lyrics to that. Awesome. Unless I've had like an, a, a really old song in my head where mm. I've already thought of lyrics and everything. Mm. But yeah, if it's a new song, it'll just be um, concept, then chords, yep. and then start to tell that story. And for me, writing any kind of music, it, it has to be subtle.
3: Yeah,
1: I don't want to just jam jam a story down someone's face and it just to be super obvious what you're talking about, Yeah, you have to kind of like hide the meaning and it needs to be um, kind, of, kind of vague so people can listen into the story and... and Make up their own mind.
0: Relate it to their own Yeah, life.
1: it has to be relatable.
0: When it comes to songwriting, what's been the best advice or something that's really stood out to you that you really like to always put into your songs or think about when you're writing a song?
1: Well, I think that piece of advice about, um, you know, for, for syncing songs like to, to turn it into something Christmas, summer, winter, I thought mm. that was great because it mm. was something that I applied immediately. Mm. Don't overcomplicate it. Mm. That You can have your easy Chord songs and keep simple, simple yet subtle.
3: Yeah.
1: And that's, yeah, that's what I always tell myself. Don't get bogged down with trying to make it um, really complex in nature where you're doing difficult chords or, um, you know, intricate pieces of um, solo work. Cause I mean, I don't have the skill to do that myself, but yeah. there's a lot of other talented musicians who can do that sort of stuff and you can draw upon their help yeah. from your circle of friends and, um, yeah. Oh, I think that's good to collaborate with them. And it's like if you need a really snappy solo bass speak to yeah. someone who's good at that yeah it's like yeah
0: all right if you could go back in time and speak to yourself maybe as a teenager or a young musician and give yourself one piece of advice what would you say to yourself
1: oh that's a good one yeah because um i wasn't a young musician i've only started doing this in the last few years yeah me too <laughs> yeah so that would be that would be an easy one it's get into music
0: get into music yeah <laughs> I,
1: I never thought i would i would do that yeah um I didn't think I'd have the patience for for learning guitar.
3: Yeah.
1: Um like to sing and and that sort of thing and do karaoke. That yeah. that was in the you know growing up. But um no, I I didn't think I'd have the patience to do guitar. It was always sports and
3: yeah. that so sort what of changed?
1: thing. I kind of got over doing sport.
3: Yeah. <laughs> sport <laughs> okay.
1: sport's great because it like drives you forward like it, it's a team thing. Yeah. And I'm not not like good at solo sort of sports, like having that discipline to go do running or or gym or weights or anything like that. Yeah. Not for a long time, but, you know, team sports would just keep me driven. Yeah. You're doing it for the team, but then, you know, you get like a lot of injuries and Mm. that sort of thing over time. And I picked up music and started to get, you know, like a little bit of skill over time. And Mm. as I got better and better, I thought, this is great. And I found that music is both a solo and a team sport. Yeah. Because you can do it by yourself and get better and better and, and enjoy doing it.
0: I think it's the most boring solo sport ever.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. But doing then, it by yourself,
0: I wouldn't even. I wouldn't bother doing no, it. <laughs> I no,
1: do no, no. Not you know doing everything by yourself is boring.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, it, it's also a great team sport. So I know, I know that, like, the more you collaborate with people and the more you play with people, like, it's awesome. So much fun. Oh, it's fun.
0: incredible because uh, for me, I just find like so many. If you're referring it to sports team sports, you can pass it off to people who are just better at different things and, um, yeah, make, makes you stronger mm. in general. If you could collaborate with anyone in the world, dead or alive, who would it be and why?
1: I think um, lyrically, anything that's like got really good and subtle lyrics that, mm. that just tells a story without just jamming it down your neck again um, – like Crowded House, I guess. Mm. Yeah, okay. Crowded okay. House is nice with the, their lyrics. Um, yeah, anything that's just vague where you can search for the meaning in that and find something. Yeah, awesome. Um, Jimmy Eat World. There you go.
0: I don't that, know.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> pardon me. Um, okay, so if, yeah, <laughs> if I could collaborate with someone, it would be Jimmy Eat World. Okay. Because just the stories they tell. Um within their music so lyrically they're awesome and musically mm-hmm. so that for me would be that that combination of what i like as a writer yep and the the style of music that i like to listen to yeah, that brings them both together definitely
0: and what do you see your musical future holding what does 2022 look
1: like 2022 um an interesting time
0: mm.
1: uh for me because i haven't decided exactly where i want to go yet so mm-hmm. i've just finished writing um Dreaming of a Christmas. Yep. And... You're finally
0: on Spotify.
1: I'm finally on Spotify. It it took me a long time. (laughs) It's okay. (laughs) Yeah. But, yeah, looking at this year, I think maybe trying to migrate towards heavier sort of rock songs. Yep. I wouldn't mind, like, really, really trying to write quite a few rock songs.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And so we will see more releases from... What's your band called?
1: Something Casual.
0: Something Casual. Yeah, and that is everywhere on socials and stuff
1: like that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, yeah, we're on um, we're on YouTube. We've got Facebook. Mm -hmm. Um, I only made these recently. (laughs) A lot of them, but yeah, Yeah, um, Instagram. We'll
0: put all the links to your socials and to your music. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: definitely. Um, So, as as a band, there's obviously not much there yet, Mm -hmm. uh, because it's it's only really an emerging idea.
3: Mm
1: -hmm. We've got the we've got the branding. And the idea, like the look of the band, yep. um, but haven't decided sort of what direction to go in.
0: Yeah. And what's the dream?
1: I think, yeah, just to have some good rock songs. Yep. Classic, like, you know, your 90s. Yeah. 90s rock, really. 90s rock. Take yeah, it definitely.
0: Back. Taking it back yeah, to I'll the take 90s. <laughs> All right, cool. 90s was an interesting decade. Um, is there anything else you'd like to share with the songwriter listeners before we finish up? Well, it's think, Christmas Eve. Yeah. Merry well, Christmas, it's Christmas. We didn't
1: really go too Christmassy, did we?
0: Well, we had a little bit of a chat about Christmas. Yeah.
1: Well, I think that's the sort of thought that I'd like to leave is that, you know, like, let's, let's think back to some really good memories and there are heaps, mm. a lot of things that um, we can, that remind us of people during Christmas. Yeah. Like in Dreaming of a Christmas, it's about um, two different people in two different places thinking about christmas on opposite sides of the world and they they can't be together and there's a lot of special things like you're you're pulling out the decorations or putting up a stocking or those sort of things and they they remind us of people and i think hold on to those good memories because it's not going to be long before we can all just celebrate christmas again together yeah yeah
0: i love that well i'm going to finish up with one of my favorite christmas songs um but thank you so much and Yeah, thanks to everyone for songwriters. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And looking forward to another massive year of songwriting in 2022. Yeah. All right, bye. Thank you so much for joining our very special Christmas episode for 2021. I'm going to finish up with one of my favourite Christmas songs of all time, but I also want to please ask you to subscribe and review. You can review us now on Spotify as well as Apple Podcasts and there are a few other places. You can visit our website, songwritertrists.com, and you can also get involved and support what we're doing by donating on the website as well. Have a Merry Christmas and keep writing.
3: one a lot for christmas